Hi, it's First Thing Friday, so it's Fix, the June 19th edition. This is made with Amazon Polly and a synthetic voice. Read the original, with all the links at addictivelondon.com. Snap. The Snap Partner Summit was good, great virtual format and lots of interesting news. This quick video summary gives you a flavor of the event. And this interview with Evan Spiegel gets into the details of new products as well as his views on Trump. I spoke at a Snap event this well and was asked what I thought the most interesting developments from the summit were. Whilst I am hugely excited about what they are doing with R it was the news about minis that really impressed me. This approach has been transformational for WeChat, owned by Tencent, who have a 12% stake in Snap. Echoing my point about the audience encouraging talent to put shows on Discover I think many businesses will see the potential audience on Snap as a big opportunity and develop minis. Adam is a great example. Why wouldn't Rainline or Zalando or Deliveroo rush to have one? This long blog post is bullish on Snap looking at them through the lens of the Gartner hype cycle, and arguing that Spiegel is up there with Bezos and Musk. R. This Twitter thread summarizes the Snap R news and again is very bullish. As more evidence of the activity within R this Apple patent for smart glasses allows video recording. But it's a tough space and both are giving up. It's not a huge surprise as their audio-only thinking felt like an interim step. Audio. It's odd that Bose walked away from their audio R just when Twitter embrace it. Their new product feature lets you record up to 140 seconds of audio and share it as a tweet. There is something interesting about short-form audio and Snap and Instagram have offered it for a while. With Clubhouse still getting rave reviews, we may see some interesting use cases. But part of me still thinks of this like voicemail, and my heart sinks when someone leaves one rather than texting their message. Spotify continues their quest for exclusive content with a deal for a Kim Kardashian podcast. Another big deal in audio was the acquisition of Barstool for $450 million by Casino Group Pennsylvania. Their 20-plus podcasts have big audiences and this is a good profile of the firm and its founder. Nude. As the lockdown continues we are starting to get a sense of how people are using their new, and old, streaming services. With Disney The Mandalorian is proving to be their biggest show representing 7% of total viewing, with an average audience of 2.3 meters adults. In a good interview with Isba, Martin Sortle points to Disney Plus as probably the most successful product launch that we've seen, ever, 50 million plus subscribers. Whilst we bracket these streaming services as new, they are good DTC case studies too. Kibi isn't seen as a great launch by anyone. In a Wall Street Journal piece they go through the company's troubles and there seem to be a few, with downloads flatlining. Whilst the easing of lockdown may drive more usage occasions, they need a hit. I keep talking about their main rival in vertical video being Snap but they started with an older audience in mind. Either way they could have done with getting something like the new Will Smith show that Snap launched in April. In this interview with the Snap head of content we learn the show has been watched by 35 million people. Having the shows is one thing but getting the audience is the challenge and platforms like Snap have the advantage of being able to drive their DAOs towards new content. So does the talent feel more confident they will get seen? AMC is joining the Comcast Cox Charter Run on Addressability initiative we mentioned the other week, which means they can sell addressable ads via Canoe. This is part of the pushback against Amazon and Roku from the TV industry. As HBO is learning, these two play hardball and Comcast could prosper as an alternative. The Disney consolidation of its various ad tech divisions feels like part of the same move although we think that Disney has allowed some of its inventory to be sold by Amazon. A reduction in gatekeepers may make it easier for new ad formats to get traction, the industry still doesn't like making bespoke ads for specific opportunities despite the mounting evidence that the media benefits more than pay for the extra work. 
This discussion of new formats is promising. Amazon to stream Premier League games on Twitch to encourage shared viewing. Display and video 360 tools to navigate the TV streaming boom. And this looks like a good podcast on how Netflix has changed an industry. GAFA With huge cash reserves could GAFA go on a spending spree? This piece looks at possible targets for each. It misses Roku which I think could end up as the Facebook way into Nuv. More Apple speculation, Bloomberg think they will let people buy products by paying monthly, boosting device sales in the Apple card. But could this be reimagined as the much-vaunted Apple Prime, paying a monthly fee for devices and software, services? Digging in the latest beta iOS code people have found some clues about a bundle. I keep using that Forrester quote about aiming for higher frequency, emotion-rich relationships, that's exactly what Apple would get from a bundle approach. It's not all good news, the App Store is getting heat from regulators and so is Apple Pay. I shared this on Wednesday but worth repeating as it's a really interesting read on how Facebook uses machine learning to deliver ads. Merchant So much to learn from watching how smart brands are adapting to the crisis. L'Oreal are usually in the vanguard and their actions over the lockdown have been impressive. Ad spend is now 70% digital and their R tool is embedded on the Amazon and Boots site. And e-commerce is now 20% of their business. Starbucks are amazing at using tech and their new pickup service is a great service enhancement that reflects changing customer behaviors. Instagram keep tweaking their product to help commerce, this Victoria Beckham ad shows you can tag products in the copy. This is a good summary of what is happening with live commerce. Going to be so big. Ad tech. There is an interesting flurry of activity around context. John Battelle has a startup focused on this and a partnership with Twitter. The ad age story is here in this long blog post explains the background. This Twitter thread looks at using interests for targeting and reminds us of this interesting initiative from last year. The obsession with cheap audience reach hasn't worked for anyone and I think context has much to commend it. Things like Zeus targeting from the Washington Post hinted what's possible. Privacy campaigner Johnny Ryan, now at Brave, shared this keynote he did at a PNG event. And this long roundup of reaction to the ISBA 15% is a good read, with this good quote. We don't think that programmatic is Machiavellian, we just think it's a mess because of the way it has evolved, Sam Tomlinson, the PwC partner who oversaw the report, said. Well it's certainly a mess but again, no one seems to have an answer, or even a plan, on how to sort it. Or at least find that elusive 15%. I think the open web and display face an uncertain future without big changes. Post the economic shock of COVID, how many C-level execs are going to allow these vast sums to be frittered away? Join the discussion in our guild group, we now have over 100 super smart people from across the industry as members. The excellent Aridi report on the Google Battle Royale with regulators is available there too, as the link last week didn't work for some. Plus, TikTok's US revenues expected to hit $500 million this year, but lots of the ads are terrible. How TikTok Recommends Videos Hashtag For You Tencent aims to become biggest shareholder of video streaming rival iQIYI. Amazon Science on Computer Vision, a look at the past, present, and future. Report, The Digital Imperative for CMOs, BCG Digital Ventures. Why Micropayments Will Never Be a Thing in Journalism. Why Anderson Horowitz Is Investing in Games. Connie Chan The next Amazon competitor is likely going to look like a social or video app not a shopping app. Marketing strategy, the cost of losing creativity. News by the ton, 75 years of US advertising, Benedict Evans. Finally, 
In a talk on Black Lives Matter this week I remarked that mobile has had a profound effect on this struggle, from capturing the crimes on video to sharing them in our feeds. This is a good piece on how live streaming altered the protests in Louisville.